Welcome to RPG Cast episode 564 for the week of November 21st, 2020, 20, 20, 20, 20, lots of 20s. Yeah, this year isn't over yet. Aren't you just excited about it? I'm so excited. I just, just can't, can't hide, hide it. it. Yeah. Yes. Kelly. Keep that old joke. Kelly Ryan Baker is joining us. Uh, uh, my my long lost maiden name that I was happy to stop using because people never knew how to spell it right. People don't know how to spell your first name right. Nope. Nope. Anna Marie Privateer is here. <laughs> people don't know how to spell my name either. Pascal DeKai is here. I'm old, and people <laughs> don't know how to spell or say my name. <laughs> and Alex Fuller is here. My name's hard to screw up. (laughs) (laughs) Well done. That's good. Treasure that. Oh, treasure makes good games. There's there's nothing like handing somebody your driver's license and then looking at you like, do you you know how to spell your own name? Like, yes. (sighs) Oh. been a slow news week if you guys can't tell <laughs> oh is that what it is okay that's what we're saying yeah well i mean i did my news story pre-look and you know the fact that there's only like what less than 20 stories says a lot so, so the volume of news I- impacts our intro section too yeah, that's what i'm yeah, confused somewhat. by somewhat how does that work Oh. We need more news to have more to be more energetic. Oh, okay. Well, as long as I know now. I mean, I can have a bunch of boring, boring trailers if you want. Trailers. 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 But we did Trailers. play our foxes this week. We what? We played our foxes. We played our foxes. What did they say? Yeah. And, and wow. What did they say? Well, well, your fox like screamed like the Dickens because <laughs> she was tanking, and my fox couldn't stay out of the gunk that stay was in that the one gunk. dungeon that that we ran three times because <laughs> we were only leveled up to run those three that dungeon three times. Uh, all we played was all I played was wild this week. All Kelly played was wild this week, right? I played a little bit of Trails, and I got through Act 1 and rescued somebody and learned about another character's alternate form that nobody apparently knew about. <laughs> and <laughs> and I, that, that's where I'm going to be putting the game on pause while Shadowlands comes out. Um, I, I did finish Mario Picross on the Super Nintendo, though. Well, at least the Mario puzzles. And when that gets into 20 by 25 puzzles, that game gets really hard. Did you actually play it on the Super Nintendo? No, I, it was the Switch um, the, Virtual Color, yeah. the Switch Online port of it. Switch Virtual, yeah. Like, whatever their the Super Nintendo version is. Sn- SNES Flicks. Yeah, SNES Flicks. But yeah, I I really enjoy that game. It's a shame that there wasn't a Mario Picross 3, but I think that they just kind of morphed that series into the Picross um, E-series. 
which is awesome. And I don't know if I'm going to do the Wario puzzles or not, because those are, I, I, I want to say that they're randomly generated. It's, it's hard to describe the Wario puzzles and that, but they're like really hard. And I don't know if I'm going to finish those. But yeah, pick cross. I, I, we've had a very, I've had a very boring week this week. Um, four, four day week had to take my mom to have a procedure done Friday morning. Uh, brought brought my switch. Expected it to take three hours. It took a half hour. And yeah, F- fun times. You know what else was fun times? Trying to get a video card this week. Yeah, <laughs> sold out in like twenty minutes. Not fun. AMD. So no video card for Chris. No video card for Chris. No video card for Chris. No processor upgrade for Chris. So instead, he bought a new heart drive. Solid state? Oh, yeah. Excellent. I put off buying a new hard drive when I upgraded this computer last year. And now the hard drives that are more relevant towards the PS4, Xbox Series X drives are coming out. And so I picked up one of those that's reviewing quite well. So I will have fast load, faster loading times. Yes. And I don't know when that will matter. Uh-oh. Anna just went up a level in Stream Raiders or something. I just unlocked Chef Casey. Chef Casey in Crusaders. Yes. That's the other thing. I mean, I unlocked Chef Casey as well. Oh, is he in this event? Yeah. He's oh, in this I, event. I, I did him as my uh, three-day thing. Mm-hmm. So, sorry. That's okay. I got excited for nothing, it seems. Yeah, he's the tier three crusader. <laughs> well, whatever. It's one less thing I have to do during this event because I just started it. Oh, uh, okay. So for those who are unfamiliar, Chris and I still play a game called Crusaders of the Lost Idols. And um, yeah, we're goofballs like that. I have not been playing a lot of video games this week because... I have been having a lot of headaches, and I haven't really been feeling like staring at a screen. So what have you been doing instead? <laughs> I've been cross-stitching. Video game cross-stitching, so it's still relevant. I was like, hey, uh, my arm doesn't hurt anymore. Uh, that means I can do cross-stitches again. So I pulled out all of my supplies, and I pulled up a pattern, and I'm like, let's go cross-stitching. We let's go let's go and so yeah for those who follow me on social media my twitter is a m privateer p-r-i-v-i-t-e-r-e um i have been doing daily updates about my progress on my cross stitch and you can follow along if you want to see it is that a mario image from a specific game no it's from a pattern i found online why are you on my back cat Cool. And I, I'm glad it's not just you or me this week that's been having in- intense headaches when I wake up. Yeah, they've kind of been all over the place for me. Um, but that's nothing new. It's The barometric pressure has been all over the place this week, which I'm sure isn't helping. I, but, I wonder if that's what my issue is, too, because like literally every day this week I have woke up with my brain just wanting to escape from my forehead. <laughs> yeah, I know that feeling. Um, but yeah, uh, besides WoW, and I, so I picked up Dragon Quest Eleven again during Extra Life, um, because I put it as one of my games that you could sponsor me to play, 
And so that's what I've been playing when I'm not cross-stitching. I have a very boring week, sorry. But you've been cross-stitching. Yes, it it's is. fun for you. Yeah, no, I, I, I cannot explain how exciting it is to be cross-stitching again because it's literally been years. And so I'm very happy to be cross-stitching again. At some point, I need to get into cross-stitch because I love working with anything that's kind of naturally pixelated like that. I, I, I love doing perler bead projects, um, but, but that can be kind of time-consuming, and that's not a very cat-friendly hobby. <laughs> as, as last week, I had one cat trying to eat perler beads and the other cat deciding that pink and green needed to be mixed together. <laughs> Um, yeah, I should put together some sort of like really quick and easy tutorial. Well, your I'm cat's sure there's probably like colorblind now that I them. think about it. Oh, they're YouTube. mixing pink and green. Th- that didn't matter. He was digging through them and being a general butt, and I had to kick him out of the room. You gotta take your cat to the eye doctor. And cats can seek some color. That's that's not entirely not that true, cat, but apparently. But. Yeah, that, that was a pain. And and not only that, walking across my laptop keyboard because I had it hooked into my TV so that I could watch uh, cartoons while I was perler beating. And he kept pa- pausing my video and turning off the Wi-Fi, so that was no fun. <laughs> but oh. Yeah, I, um, I decided, like, as soon as we got our kittens that that was going to be a hard no. So like well, walking across the laptop, walking across a keyboard in general. So they have learned the finger wag <laughs> means business. <laughs> yeah, mine don't care. Anything. Oh no! All I have to at this point, all I have to do is put my finger up and start wagging it, and Clip just like slowly backs away from whatever she's doing. Uh-huh. And they definitely know which. Which parent is good cop and which one is bad? Oh, they totally do. Because when I tell one of the cats no, you know what they do? They come and run into the office. (laughs) And sit on my laptop. Which is where Chris is. (laughs) Yes, that is where Chris is. Yeah, it's great. Like, I have literally picked up a cat by the scruff, deposited it on the couch, and it goes around the corner into the office and then immediately sits on Chris's laptop. Exactly what you didn't want it to do. <laughs> Just in the other room. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Anna, you're it's really working out. Hey, they don't sit on my laptop. <laughs> See, I'm I'm cat bad bad cop because I'm the jerk that has to pick them up to like trim all their nails or give them all medicine. Yeah, we do you're nail jerk. trimmings together. Okay. <laughs> Kelly, your husband has just figured it figured out. No, you do that yourself. <laughs> yeah, you know he he he's aware because I was like, you know, Jack's always in your room. You could always do his claws, and he's like, yeah, but you do it so much better. Like, oh, uh huh, uh huh, trying to trying to win me over with flattery. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. You get all the bad kitty karma. That's you. <laughs> well, well, truth be told, there's only one cat in the mouse in the house that hates me because I trim her nails, but she's kind of a jerk anyway. <laughs> you, you I like that you just Sophie. said one cat in the mouse. Oh yeah, <laughs> Freudian. That's pretty cute. I did I did flash back like once or twice this week um, to the cat takes a big mouthful video. 
just just randomly throughout the day. <laughs> the video is amazing. <laughs> Um, there's an entire compilation on YouTube of shovel cats, cats that t- take huge mouthfuls. That's- so for those of you who are very confused what we're talking about, there is an Insta famous cat. Ah, it's um, on the stream again right now. <laughs> <laughs> this is a new one. Chris, Chris just put it on. Yeah, yeah there, there's an Insta famous cat who um, will eat literally anything and everything. So, in an attempt to ensure that it stays at a normal weight, they have switched to an auto feeder. But the cat has figured out if it just kind of hangs around while they're filling the auto feeder, it can shove its face, entire face, inside the auto feeder and take a huge mouthful before they can stop. <laughs> Oh, and they have videos of this. Uh oh. I have two cats now. The cats are multiplying. The fun things you can see at twitch.tv slash rpgamer when I remember to turn the camera on. Um, who else hasn't talked about their games? <laughs> Sorry, we're all watching I this haven't. cat shovel feed. <laughs> yeah, we needed some cat talk <laughs> to just collectively raise some spirits before we continue, I think. Uh, we already covered me so who's yeah what about I, alex what's alex been playing oh okay well pascal was volunteering <laughs> oh okay i'm so sorry sir <laughs> I tried, I tried i've been like seeing pascal times. pop up playing the origami king on my switch and it makes me happy because i liked that game and i hope you do too yeah i, f- I figured we would have some uh some origami talk um i i started it during the presidential election a couple of weeks ago because i needed something where I could keep, uh, basically keep an eye on the TV and still play without having to worry about a lot of spoken dialogue or deep storyline. And that one was up and I started it. And then I, I've almost been not able to like go a day without picking it up. Like I, I come home and I, um, I've been playing slowly, but I say to myself, oh, you know, I, <laughs> it's time for more Origami King. I get excited. It is so good. Um, I remember I read your review about it. Way back when, um, what, maybe a month and a half ago, I guess. I don't know. And I don't recall too many details from it. I know you overall liked it, but then um, that's about the only impression that I still have of it. So I didn't know what to expect, and I'm very pleasantly surprised. It's the most fun I've had as far as uh, exploration goes in probably any game I can think of, just kind of off the top of my head that I've played this year. Would you agree with that? Can you repeat that again? Just, um, there's a lot of things about it that I like, but the main thing that, that keeps me hooked is just, it's so much fun to explore the different worlds. Yes. Yeah, no, the exploration and like the goofy NPCs that you meet and like the very punny and entertaining dialogue is definitely what sucked me in. Don't play it for the combat. (laughs) No, the translation is really, really good though. Is engaging and, and, and humorous. Um, but the exploration is it's just so imaginative. And no matter what you think you might see in the next world that you go to, you probably will, you know, you'll still be amazed every time you go to a new world. We're going to pause for one second. Chris, I'm not seeing a track coming up for Skype on the TV. Uh, you'd... It's right there. Can someone talk for a second, please? 
Um, talk, talk, talk. Skype okay. crashed on me. So what happens when Anna tries to be the audio engineer? Well, normally I, I see silence. both of them, and I was worried, and I didn't want to have to redo the <clears throat> podcast after two hours. No, no. We're just going to record the podcast in two halves, one with ours talk and then one with everyone else's talk, and put it together and see how well it matches. Oh, okay. I think it's going to be fun. <laughs> yeah, right. fun for you. Here's what I editing. think we were talking about at this point. Go. Try and respond to us. All right, Mark. <laughs> oh, I ain't cutting this. <laughs> All right. Sorry to cut you off, Pascal. Yeah, um, have you gotten to the desert yet? Yeah, I'm in the. Uh, I'm very near to the end of the game. I um, I think I'm on the last streamer. Uh, I'm on the floating island in the sky. So oh, you're at the Shangri La Spa. Shang, yes. Shangri Spa, or is it Shangri La Spa? It's Shangri La Spa. Oh my gosh! This Cat in the Meow Mix commercial shovel eats too. Huh? Oh, yeah. That's where he learned it from. They learned it from TV. <gasps> I learned it from watching Mew. <laughs> Yeah, so the Shangri-La spot was actually where, like, the only bug in the game initially happened, which was, like, a really weird bug, and it didn't really matter. No. (laughs) No, no, no. It was, um, at one point, you go down a pipe, and if you immediately went back up the same pipe, and you have no reason to do so, but if you happen to, then the game broke on you. But they fixed it, like, a week later. That's not me. So just make sure you have the most recent patch when you're playing that section. Um, yeah, nothing has happened yet. I haven't, but I also, I don't, I haven't been doing whatever you just described. I don't, I typically don't even want to use the pipes unless it makes me use them because I, like I said, I, it's a lot of fun to explore this game. Do you yes. feel like the pipes are calling to you? What? You don't like the fax travel? Fax travel is my favorite even, thing in no. that game. <laughs> really? Well, not to use, just to watch. Yeah, he he so never played Mario it. faxes himself everywhere. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, awesome. actually, not everywhere. He can only fax back to like the central fax hub. Well, of course. Um, and then I guess from there you could fax elsewhere. So it's kind of like a two-stop uh, travel. But um, I only really I think I would see value in that maybe uh, if you wanted to go back and and be a completionist and find everything you missed because there is so much to find. Well, then it's all front-loaded, so by the time you realize, oh, I should be looking behind the cliffs, oh, I should be looking under the bridges, oh, I should be looking in, like, the trees, you have to smash them 800 times sometimes, and then you have to fax travel back to the starting area and try all of that stuff, if you care about getting all the toads. Yeah, so I did miss a lot of stuff in the starting area. I checked, like, the map completion screen, and the starting area is nowhere near done, but every time I think about, like, okay, should I stop what I'm doing and travel back and like complete that area and maybe a couple of others. Then I think to myself, no, I'm having too much fun seeing what else is like just around the corner. Like I'd rather go on to that. You know, it's Oh yeah, no, totally. Um, I, I don't think I really did a lot of backtracking until basically I was at Princess Peach's Castle. And I was like, well, I'm at Princess Peach's Castle. Yeah. I should probably go and do some stuff before being the game. <laughs> so no, I'm totally with you with that. For me so far is probably the open sea. The very, um, what's that Zelda game? <laughs> Wind Waker. <laughs> yeah, the Wind Waker section. It was okay. It wasn't It wasn't super bad, but it was the one moment the game kind of slowed down and I had to boat around this open sea and find stuff and, and, and sink down the, the submarine for buried treasure and all that, whatever else. 
Which is funny because I had a ton of fun with that. Like to me, the ocean was one of the best parts of the game. Mm -hmm. So it's really, really good. Um, (laughs) I'm glad I tried it. It was just supposed to be a diversion and it's kind of, it's really taken over. It's been like the main thing. Now other stuff I play is kind of like the side thing. And Mario is the thing I, I focus on each day. We just need good video games this year. Can I say? I um I had gotten the Luigi's what is it Luigi's Mansion also and I I started that a couple of weeks before and I think I played like an hour maybe and wasn't particularly interested to continue so that's still kind of on the back burner like I'll get back into it but then Mario just like like really took over. Now that my arm has been fixed, I wonder if I would be better at Chris. Stop stacking stuff on Eclipse. Chris, what do you want from me? I'm a stop, fan of stuff on my cat.com. Stop abusing Eclipse, <laughs> I'm not please. Abusing her. Is that site still up? I don't know. Let's find out. All right. Anyways, yes. Sorry, Pascal. Okay. Stuff on my cat. Oh, um, you're not really cutting in. That's all I had to say, really, about it. Yeah, Alex, you're still playing Cold Steel 4? Yeah, slowly. I'm midway through Act 2 at the moment, so. It's getting there. It's fine, but I mean, at this point, Falcon needs, needs a fresh start somewhere else because it's it's just not as interesting as three was, and probably less so than the first two as well. To be honest, at this point, just because it's basically the same stuff happening all over again, and it's kind of going too far in following what people liked from the previous three games. That it's just getting a bit too tiresome. Especially all the the stuff around Reen's harem is definitely too much. I can't believe what I'm hearing. <laughs> Somebody not liking a Trails game. I mean, I, I still like it. It's just not as... It's not grabbing me as much as all of the previous ones so far. You know, I'm kind of feeling the same way. And I know that Anna said that it's part of it is because the Act 1 drags compared to... Um, the rest of it, and I don't know how far you are. Yeah, Act 2 goes a bit better, but I think that's more of a general issue. It's not really an Act 1 problem. Okay. It might it might end up being a bit of a first half problem, because it depends how much the plot actually starts moving forward. It's doing it a bit better, but still hasn't got there yet. But yeah, at the moment you're sort of just a bit like Cold Steel 2 was, you're just revisiting much of the old areas. There's not too much exciting going on yet. Yeah, because once you got the airship in Cold Steel 2, um, I was just like, I cannot put this game down. And I don't know if the Cold Steel 4 is going to have a moment like that. Does it, Anna? Anna? Hmm? Does it? Yeah, I mean, for me, as soon as Act 2 started and, and like, Reen was back in the party and I was doing all of the, um, like, back to that sort of rhythm of do a mission, do a bunch of side stuff, do a mission, do a bunch of side stuff. Once that rhythm kicked in, I I really liked it. Okay. I was was being vague about Reen coming back into the party (laughs) earlier. Try not to spoil. For me, I always find I haven't played this game, but 
I find like big mammoth games like this, um, I enjoy them differently if I uh, whether I play them like at a slow and steady pace or have or I play them in large chunks like for example, and I had to review Cold Steel Four, so you didn't really have the the luxury of going at your own pace, right? So mm-hmm. and I know Alex, you've reviewed a few of them, so I'm just wondering like, do you think that's factoring into your uh, not enjoying it as much it's because you're you know you don't have to beat at it until it's done as fast as possible and so it feels different um it's quite it's quite possible just because i've with previous ones i've been able to focus on them and have those longer sessions when i have had the longer session i've definitely felt a bit more involved so that probably is part of it and yeah the last few weeks i've been playing other stuff yeah i it's possibly part of it yeah i mean cold steel is one of those games where like you definitely need to be playing big chunks of it at a time and if you're not i would i can very quickly see how it could be frustrating yeah anna you in the chat this week at some i think just a random comment that i noticed but but i think it was about cold steel 4 you said like if you're if you're going less than 175 hours you're mainlining it or what was it something like that (laughs) Yeah, so um, on our Discord, rpgamer.com slash Discord, we have a Nihon Falcom channel where we can discuss all of the games that Falcom makes. And um, someone was like, well, how long is Cold Steel 4? And someone pulled up a screenshot of how long to beat where people were saying that the main story was 75 hours. And I'm like, yeah, if you beat that game in 75 hours, you're only doing the required stuff. You're not experiencing the whole game. Because it took me 135 hours to beat it. But I am also the type of person that does all of the side quests, does all of the optional stuff, talks to the NPCs that are, like, interesting to me. So I, I do, like, all of the things. I'm the 100%er in that particular game, more or less. See, yeah. I sort of do a blend of the two where I do all of the side quests, but I also tend to mainline the story too. And that if I if I miss a side quest or I, if I miss something, then I'm not that must about it. But I at least try to do as much as I can in any given area. But I also skip a lot of incidental dialogue too, just to kind of play through it a little bit faster. Like like a lot of the. Uh, Oh, what would you call it? The not the side events or the what, what's the thing where you talk to people during your free time? I'm blanking on it. Bonding events. Yeah, bonding events. I skip a lot of the dialogue in that unless it's characters that I really, really like. Yeah, I think that's part of some of the issue it has with this being the fourth game in that there's not really that much more to learn about any of the characters. There's no there's no new characters really in the game. And then, uh-huh. well, there are if you haven't played previous games, but even then, they're sort of they're all characters where their backstories sort of already been dealt with. They're not really adding a huge amount new to the game, which yeah is part of the problem why Falcon ideally wants a fresh start. Which unfortunately, they, I don't think they really do of the next game either, because that's obviously still got most of the cast returning for something. So. You might have to see for the game after that whether something new happens. Yeah, but I mean, it's still a very strong game and very enjoyable, just not at the same level as Cold Steel 3 was for me. 
Yeah, Cold Steel 3 definitely felt fresh since you, um, I mean, you just enjoy doing what Rain was doing, but from an instructor's point of view, which was what made it feel fresh. Yeah, uh, fact- I mean, I can I can answer the the next game question, but it's kind of a spoiler. Well, yeah, I, I was being deliberately vague. I do know more than okay. I don't, but that's fine. I'll find out eventually. The non-spoilery answer is it's structured a lot more like the third than it is a Cold Steel game. Oh, yeah. as in Trails the Third, or Trails in the Sky the Third? Yes. Yeah, yeah. which kind of makes sense because it's another branching game like the third sort of was. And I liked how the how the third, tra- or, yeah, that one was structured. So that sounds interesting. But yeah, other than that, I've well, my, my, more of the time has been spent playing an embargo game, which I obviously can't talk about. So, yay, useful. Oh, I'm going to go check the major proofing channel now. And yeah, other than that, it's, it's the, the usual iRacing. No, it is. Oh, okay. How's your racing career going? Yeah, it's fine. It's no huge. The news to report on that front, we had the season finale of the Penny Arcade Racing League, which was at the Nürburgring Nordschleife, which is the stupidly long track that takes about eight minutes to get around. Eight minutes? That's yeah, depending on what car you're driving. Ooh, I just saw your Embarco game. Yeah. Ooh! Yeah, m- most normal tracks you get between like 10 to 16 turns. This one has over 130 turns. That's insane. Is it? Is it based on a real track? It is a real track. Yes, all, all the yeah. tracks in iRacing are based on real life tracks. This yeah. is Nurburgring is in Germany, I think. Yeah, it's yeah, it's the sort of it's the original sort of old school, old school racing track when they all used to be stupidly long and incredibly dangerous. All right. And yeah, there used to there used to be two tracks. That's why is it's called the Nordschleife because it's the North track. There used to be the Sudsleif, which is the self-track, but that one's gone. I know it's not gaming-related, but the new season of The Crown came out this week, and I totally ripped through it. It's so good. It, it comes up when I think about racing, because um, it's the, we're in the part of history where Margaret Thatcher comes up. And I didn't know... Well, I knew but I guess I'd forgotten her son was a racer and he got like lost in the middle of the desert. I don't know. What was he doing? What was that? Paris to car? I guess if he got lost in. Yeah. yeah. They, um, they twiddle with the history a little bit in the series that happens at the same time as the Falkland wars, but I'm pretty sure that those didn't happen at the same time. Also, I'm still amazed that you went to war over a rock with sheep. Well, Strategic sheep purposes. Yep. <laughs> um, rocks, tangentially, rocks are, tiny rocks are important to us. We've got lots of them. T- tangentially related to what I've been playing this week, I watched the new Animaniacs last night. And oh, is that out? Ep- cool. Yeah. 
in one episode, um, Pinky's running into because Pinky and the Brain's back too, and he's running into a Dragon's Lair and shouts Leroy Jenkins. And <laughs> that that just was like hit me in the nostalgia feels like I never thought I would live this here. Wait, Pinky are you saying Pinky even the, the, the new the new Animaniacs is already ten years out of date? Yeah. <laughs> Oh, oh, trust me, the first episode pulls no punches about making fun of how meta they are and how they did meta before meta was cool. Oh, okay. We did meta. You call it out of date. I mean, to me, that just sounds like they know who their audience is. Yeah, all right. And and not only that, if you think that they're being pandering, you're not familiar with Looney Tunes humor at all, because that kind of humor was like, they were doing that stuff in the 40s. So yeah, I mean, Animaniacs is nothing but pander. Yeah. Um, does Bill Clinton yeah. still play the sax? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> nice. They they make reference to <laughs> relevant. <that. laughs> they they make reference to they thought 2016 was going to be an interesting year, and then it was like, well, is Trump still president? Well, we don't know. We're writing this in 2018, so. <laughs> We we almost hit play on it last night, and I said no because I do not want that the theme song in my head for the next three months. And yeah, they changed they changed the theme song up just enough to modernize it. Um, Dot is no longer cute; she is witty, mm. and I'm okay with that change. Mm-hmm. Oh, I like. Yeah. All right, I think that's our now playing. Indeed, um, we still <laughs> we still have our extra life twenty twenty in the spreadsheet because for those who aren't aware, we are actually still taking donations um, through the end of the year. So you have like another month and a little bit if you still want to donate. And I think I actually still have some incentives. So if you really want to see me play a bad game, or you definitely want me to keep playing Dragon Quest Eleven, you can donate to those. All right. Our question of the week was, did you manage to pick up a new console and what games did you get? So we had a couple people talk about this on our discord. Um, Chris had a coworker that picked up a next gen console. Had to drive about 45 minutes away to go pick it up. Yeah. Something like that, but she got it. Xbox Series X got it at Target. Yeah, I guess she what sat there at midnight. Yeah, midnight, yeah. And, and just one started. Target couldn't get it purchased before it was sold out. Second Target, same thing. Third Target, she got it purchased. So <laughs> she she was very happy about that. We have a couple people in our Discord that basically went through the same thing. They were like, "Hey, I happened to be on Twitter. Wario sixty four tweeted there was um, some available, and they managed to grab one. So that was pretty cool. People we knew got one. Yay." Chris did not get one. He's very no, sad. I'm a little sad, but also we decided not to get one, so I'm yeah. not that sad. Right. I wanted a video card, though. <laughs> Can't get one of those. I mean, what are you interested in playing on any of those? On the consoles? Yeah. Only Yakuza, really. Okay. And he put that on his Christmas list, so he'd have to wait a month to play it anyways. I think I'd take it off. Listen. I also like playing old games at better resolutions, and the backwards compat story is good. So there. Yeah. 
So uh, Featherhoof wrote in and said he did not manage to get one, but if he did, it would have been a PS5 because he wants to play Demon Souls HD. All right. So speaking of buying things, it's Black Friday this week. Ooh. It's been like Black Friday month, it feels like. Yeah. People started <laughs> their online sales and stuff really early. I, I got a message that like the daily training program that I use has already started their Black Friday sale. I'm actually thinking that I will probably pick it up because it's a program that I use almost every day and the and the one year subscription price is like eighteen dollars now. It's like a buck and a little bit a month. Kind of makes it worth it. All right. Um, my one Black Friday thing that I'm going to try to nab this week is a new TV because my my downstairs TV is, needs to be replaced before I even think about getting a new console. Is there anything in particular? Now, do you guys have Black Friday in the UK, Alex? It's like invaded Canada. We do now. Okay. Yeah, that came, what, four years ago, I think it started being a... Yeah, just as I moved away from Canada, it was kind of starting to pick up a little bit of enthusiasm. So that would have been, what, eight years ago? Seven and a half? Yeah, seven and a half. Yeah, it's been steadily getting more of a bigger and bigger. And I I imagine because of the pandemic that the online deals are going to be crazy this year. Yeah, it's weird. Like, normally... um, for Black Friday, we wake up at like 10 o'clock in the morning and um, kind of hum de dum our way to Nebraska Furniture Mart and pick up some video games. <laughs> Eat some burgers and smash burger. <laughs> Go to Best Buy. <laughs> We're not doing that this year. We're not doing that this year. Yeah, I don't blame a, you. Yeah, it's less of a natural day here and just a period of sales. So the actual day itself is less of a thing, but yeah, it will just be end of November is sale period. I'm jealous that you have a Nebraska furniture mart. Well, we go to Omaha for Thanksgiving. Oh, you actually drive all the way down to Omaha? Oh yeah, because that's where Chris's oh. family is. Oh, okay, gotcha. So yeah, we we drive to Omaha. Normally, we'd be like starting a pack this weekend. And leaving like Wednesday right from the office. But yeah, not doing that this year. I, w- I was about to ask her, were you even having a show next week? TBD. TBD. Probably not. TBD. Uh, likely. Chris would like um, a weekend unlikely. off, but I've had a few, so if people really want it. We'll see. Yeah, we'll discuss it and, and we'll announce it on social media or Discord or wherever. All right. So... Um, Pascal, do you have something that is on your must-buy during Black Friday list? Um, I really don't. Just um, Even just last night, we were um, discussing here at home, like uh, all the YouTube channels that I pay attention to, they're all doing their console unboxings and all that. And so once again, I was thinking, hmm, do I want... For me, it would be a PS5. Do I, you know, do I want to consider it? And I honestly just... I can't even come up with a single reason of why I want one right now. And when I look at my like gaming shelf, I can see like forty reasons for like at least forty or fifty games I still need to try to, uh, or I still want to get to for the current gen. So yeah, um, I think maybe for Black Friday I'll just look at some game deals, and other than that, I'll use it for for its intended purpose, which is 
presence for others maybe this year oh wow novel (laughs) if i do end up picking up a console it'll probably probably be as a gift if that's you know if, if if any will be available that is All right. Oh, so yeah, so that's about it. And yeah, you do have one in Kansas City, Vaughn. They have a Nebraska furniture mart in yeah. Kansas. Yep. Okay, just just making sure that mm-hmm. I heard that right. Oh, All right. in Kansas City, yeah, that's mm-hmm. a two hour drive. Yeah, it's real close. Oh. It's closer than the one we go to. <laughs> <laughs> But I, I'm also on record as to wanting to check out the IKEA there, and Vaughn has no idea why. Yeah, no I've Ikea been to multiple idea. different IKEAs, and I I still kind of am curious when people are like, "I want to go to an IKEA," because I've never been to an IKEA. Okay, <laughs> you want to get the bad Swedish meatballs and some inexpensive furniture, and a few kitchen gizmos that you don't have the selection of in your local stores, and go home. Done. That and they they have like a de- I think that they have a decent toy section and they have some cool stuff for pets. Oh. And maybe if they have it in stock, I would want to get one of those um fifty dollar glass cases for some of my collectibles. And this is not making me look any less like a country bumpkin. <laughs> so just a little bit, Kelly. All right, just so. Our question of the week is kind of going to be a combo question, which is for our listeners, uh, what games are on your must buy during Black Friday list? And um, let us know if you get any of them. Since we may or may not have a show next week. May or may not. Especially if the news is as pathetic as it was this week. It will be. (laughs) It will be. It will be. Because the thing is, is the most common day is to send out press releases in order of popularity. Thursday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Friday, Monday. No. Thursday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Monday, Friday. In in terms of when press releases are sent out, Mm -hmm. the most common day to send out a press release because you will get the most number of sites that will cover it. It's Thursday. And most people are going to be gone on Thursday. Most people will be gone on Wednesday, which takes away the third most common day as well. Yeah. Can confirm that's when all the emails arrive. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So, with that being said, we have our editorials this week. We've got two of them. Uh... Fat and Testament of the Primordials reviewed by Michael Baker, a <laughs> side-scrolling Metroidvania game. He gave it a 3.5 out of 5, saying that it's got fun platforming, great writing and characterization, and supports text in many languages. Um, the only thing is that it needs more boss fights, and it defaults to hard mode. I've never heard of this game. Yeah, it's it one of those games that kind of flew under the radar. I've I've seen a few news stories about it. I think I've seen like two people on Twitter talk about it. That very what game is that or what system is this for? Uh, I think it's just PC, right? I think PC. Uh, PC. Oh, it's Switch. a Switch. Okay. Yeah. Okay. It's, yeah, it's, cool, it's a Metroidvania. And then. Just for Anna, um, Cthulhu Saves Christmas Switch Review by Ryan Radcliffe. Yay! His, his blurb for this is excellent. <laughs> Twas the month Twas the month before Christmas, and all through the site, RP Gamer was invaded by a Lovecraftian fright. A demon, a terror, 
though his powers all drained, to save this great day, he has been summoned again. Santa had been kidnapped to, to the tentacled mass. All eyes turned in horror to Cthulhu saves Christmas. Saves Christmas. That was beautiful. <laughs> Close enough. <laughs> he also you know name dropped you in there. Yeah, because I'm in the game. Yep. So the the sort of novel thing about this one is it has what's called relationships. Relationships, which Adrian <laughs> coined, right? Yes, it's a great fun. Oh, and I didn't I didn't even notice when I skimmed the story or the picture of Paul's. What are you doing here? That cute little cat. <laughs> I am not a kitty, but yeah, if you want to, you can actually find paws in the game and develop a relationship with them. And I am worth it. I give you amazing equipment. Do you really? Yeah. No, seriously, I do. It's one of the best relationships you can do. How convenient Paws for you. Paws is best girl. Confirm. How convenient. Paws is best Paws girl. is best alien. Can confirm. Confirmed. Paws is best... Oh. Um. Or, what's your called? Squealax? Vorlax? The best Vorlon. I thought that Paws was a... What's the name crap. of it? Yeah, exactly. Flurgle. Flurgle. Flurgan. Flurgan. No, wait. Flurgan? Flurgle. You're the best uh, leaderhosen. Yes. Paws is best um, leaderhosen. So needless to say, Scar slash Ryan Radcliffe loved this game. He gave it a four out of five. Says quality script, battles are fast, engaging, and fun, and the game is incredibly short. But it also feels over too quickly, and some of the dungeons lack substance. But I, I might pick. So this is up. short a good thing and then a bad thing at the same time? Because that doesn't yeah, work in my mind. But I, all I can right, see that. Because I mean, I I like playing short games, but when a game is so fun that you want more, it can be kind of a detriment. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that's that's all the review or yeah, all the reviews for the week. And now we've got Dragon Ball Z Kakarot receiving new DLC this week. Oh my gosh, uh, I watched that Dragon Ball Abridged video you sent me yesterday, or whatever uh, it was. With, uh, that was DJ and the Wombat. DJ, though, that was so terrifying. <laughs> <laughs> the whole cell arc in Dragon Ball Z Abridged is hilarious. Flurkin, Flurkin, yeah. yes. So, um, in this new trailer that they dropped, they have um, Vegeta fighting Frieza, and Frieza, no surprise, is a freaking damage sponge. My god, that does not look like a fun fight in that trailer. Well, he has like um, 17 boss forms, right? So, yeah, it, it, it tracks with the series. Yeah, um, they're not really going into what what's in this DLC, though, other than the Frieza fight. Um... But yeah, the um, when is this DLC being released? Oh, it's being released this week. So yeah, if you're still not done with Dragon Ball Z Kakarot, you've got new DLC this week. Yay! Pascal, didn't you play this game? Um, yes, but only at E3. Okay, you didn't end up buying it. No, and I um, I didn't review it. I think Elman reviewed it. Yeah, Elman did the review. Right. I had enough of it. And I, I, I ooh it. snap! <laughs> that was before I even played it. I had enough of it. I think uh, I think we flipped a coin. Harry and I flipped a coin of who was going to go ahead and play that at E3. <laughs> it's, it's just because we're not Dragon Ball fans. That's yeah, fair. I was yeah. going to ask: Is that one that you? Yeah, you're not a fan of because I think you kind of have to be to. 
Yeah. Well, Alex, I sent I messaged you a, about a week ago. There was another game we flipped a coin on. Apparently, I lost both coin tosses. Now it occurs to me. <laughs> uh, but you that, you that other game is not up for discussion today. I'm, the other one I am playing. I will be reviewing the other one that I had to play multiple times at E3. You might want to check to see if he's got a double-sided coin. Because uh, <laughs> seem to be losing quite a bit. Okay. I if think it makes you feel better, Jooms has still reviewed more bad games than you. Oh yeah, yeah. You know, I'm not, <laughs> and I'm, I don't even know if it's bad. Me not me not liking the the IP is you know definitely not a judgment of quality. I just didn't grow up with Dragon Ball Z, so I I knew I I didn't I couldn't make heads or tails of it. No pun intended. But um, <laughs> yeah, no. I, we didn't really flip a coin. I think it kind of just resolved itself when Harry turned and walked away, and it was either I play it and it gets covered, or no. <laughs> <laughs> I, I respect Harry for his um, no. You you do this. I'm done. Attitude with that. That's, I mean, that's that was the E3 attitude. that we had nowhere near enough people and a million appointments. So I I totally respect Harry for just noping out. Also, I'm I'm distracted right now by Chris's cat. Cat, why are your cats so cute? I know, aren't they? Which which this cat is, is this? Is this is Scamper. Scamp? Yep. Okay, I've I forget it was Scamp because he's huge. Scamp does this thing where he just like jumps on you and he expects you to catch him, I which may is have accidentally trained him to do that. <laughs> Which is yeah, a problem all, for me when I'm in the in kitchen. Games. Sorry. That's all fun and games until they weigh 20 pounds. Yeah, he's already, like, I was making tea, and all of a sudden, there was a cat on my shoulder from behind. He had jumped off the kitchen table onto me. It was amazing and scary about the future. <laughs> um, Zoro used to climb me a lot when he was a baby, and then when he got huge and would climb me, like, when I'm on a ladder trying to delicately balance something, and I not, I'm not only getting clawed to hell and back, but I'm about ready to fall off a ladder. It's like, okay, I regret that decision. So the cats, when we first got them, tried to climb me, but I don't ever tie the um, waist of my pants. So they'd get about <laughs> three steps up, and then the pants and them would just go down. So, <laughs> so they um they stopped doing that real fast. I I just hope you don't go commando. <laughs> I do. Of course you do. <laughs> Anyway, it's fun for the whole um, family. Mobile title Ark the Lad are getting an international release. This is by Bolt Ring Games, and it's going to be releasing Forward Works' Ark the Lad R title internationally. It's a free-to-play and iOS Android title with in-app transactions. Um, does not have a release date, but the beta will run from uh, November 19th to November 29th. This is a reboot sequel for the tactical RPGs set 10 years after the events of Ark the Lad 2. I have never played an Ark the Lad game. So I do not know how this is going to play. Yeah, I played a little bit of the uh, PS2 Ark the Lad Something about Army of Darkness or Enter the Darkness, I don't quite remember. Yeah, I have that uh, collection. End of Darkness. That I have that collection that Working Designs put out, but I don't think I ever popped it in. Yeah, no, the collection, though, is the PS1 games, I believe, which I have that, too. And then there was a PS2 sequel. That's the only one I've ever tried. Ah, gotcha. 
the collection, like the little box. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's all PS1. I mean, I it's think... a free-to-play mobile game, so how much it relates to gameplays of the previous game is... Yeah, I know. And those yeah, were, what, that's... 15 years ago? Yeah, something. It. Something like that. Um, we've got a Phantom Brigade Early Access version available on the Epic Game Store. Um, this is a tactical RPG with the Early Access version available. Um, except, expected to be a year in Early Access and is available for twenty nine ninety nine. Sees players take charge of the last surviving squad of mech pilots in a in a war, aiming to capture enemy assets. In a kind of looks like Pacific Rim. All right. And then this game looks cool. Tinkertown gets an early December or December early access launch. It is a sandbox RPG that's going to be in early access on December 3rd. Um, this game was available to play for free through Steam's new playtest feature. Uh, and it's good, the early access version is going to include all the base gameplay and its multiplayer mode. This is a procedurally generated world with biomes like forest deserts and mountains, and players can gather resources to craft weapons and armor furniture dwellings the trailer was really cute had kind of a fairy tale vibe to it and th- this kind of looks like a top-down terraria or like terraria with a uh, zelda style i don't know if you guys saw the trailer or not no looks really cute I'll take your word for it though okay um <laughs> Are you looking forward to playing your ship waifus, Chris? Uh, no, I'm actively not looking forward to the ship waifu game. Oh, because the um, the switch date release date was dated for a zero lane cross wave. Oh boy, it's Alice be will out. be happy. Yeah, it's going to be out in North America on February 16th, and then for Alice, it's going to be February 19th, 2021, and the Switch version is going to include the game's. Taiha and Formaldehyde DLC packs, as well as an updated photo mode that increases the number of characters from three to six. Uh, formidable, not Formaldehyde. <laughs> I'm like, uh, are we, are we, are we yeah, bombing that, that, ships now? My bad, that was me being dyslexic, apparently. But you know, that <laughs> that sticks to the brain. <laughs> Honestly, I would have been far more interested in discussing embalming the ship, girls. <laughs> Oh, oh dear involving the ship girls. There's a show title. <laughs> okay, I need to shoot off. All right, <laughs> see you, Alex. Thanks Bye-bye. for joining. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. He's, he's also, off to go pre-order Azure Lane right now. That's what he's doing, yeah. <laughs> and he waited just long enough for that. I've already reviewed it. Oh. oh. <laughs> yeah, but this one's the formaldehyde version. <laughs> <laughs> Someone needs to write down embalming ship girls. And this is also what happens when you wake up every day of the week with migraine kids. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, Void Terrarium Plus is announced for PS5 in Japan. Uh, this is the roguelike game that came out. Uh, I forgot when this came out. It came out for PlayStation 4 and Nintendo Switch this year. Um, the Plus version is going to launch for PlayStation 5 in Japan on February 18th, 2021, and will have all the DLC from the existing PS4 and Switch versions. Um, new content gives players the chance to change Tokiro's outfit, hairstyle, and exercises, and adds pot- four potential illnesses for Tokiro. Uh, yeah. Didn't Alex review this game, too? Yep. 
He was like, I, I think he ended up doing a deep look because there wasn't anything that was ever going to change by the end of the game. Okay. It's very repetitive. Ah, gotcha. I've never looked into this whole Void series from NIS. I I, I saw that the first ones were kind of um, Prince of Persia titles and, you know, that kind of really hard platform with gruesome deaths and it just didn't click with me so we accidentally bought the first one and then i ended i think we ended up flipping it for more money than we paid for it oh nice um speaking of flipping things if you want to flip the uh shinmu 3 complete edition it um came out yesterday and only had three thousand copies available um this was priced at one forty nine ninety nine, and is apparently the only way that you can get all of the uh, DLC included on the disc, which people on Twitter were kind of salty about. Um, this complete edition includes the Shinmu 3, a Hotel the Niawu welcome card, Chobu-chan and Bailu-chan figures, um, the Dreamcast jewel case with the Dreamcast disc included, um, a die-cast sword of these... I'm sorry... Five-inch die-cast Sword of the Seven Stars replica, a Golden Goose VIP card, and a Bailu herb map. Um, I mean, believe it or not, this is actually still available. Oh, it is? Yeah. I was surprised it didn't immediately sell out, but I guess $150 is hard for some people to bite right before Black Friday. Yeah. Yeah. And um, and during the same week that um, consoles came out. Yeah. Yeah, I'm I'm not surprised that people were kind of salty about the price on this though. But I, I digress. I'm 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 not I mean, really a Shinmu fan. It's a really nice collector's edition. I have seen worse collector's editions go for this price. Yep. No, that's true. And then finally, CD Projekt Red showcased more Cyberpunk 2022 gameplay. Um, I watched some of this this week. Yeah. Twenty twenty two. It'll be twenty twenty two is when it's gonna come out. Did I say twenty twenty two? Oh my god. Wasn't there an original one that was twenty twenty two? I don't know. All right. Maybe okay. that'll just be the first piece of DLC. I have got such word salads. Today. Yeah, my Cyberpunk twenty twenty. Yeah. Um there was Cyberpunk twenty twenty at one point. But uh, as we've learned, there's nothing cyberpunk about the year 2020. (laughs) (sighs) There's a big mood. So so they still say this is coming out on December 10th. How confident are you guys this is actually coming out on December 10th? Um, Because I'm kind of thinking that there's no way in hell this is. Listen, at this point, all I want is the Jason. um, What's his face name? Story of the of what happened inside that company <laughs> with the, with the, uh, we aren't going to do crunch. Now we're doing crunch. Yeah. Jason Schreier. That's what I'm waiting for. I want the expose, <laughs> <laughs> which will only come out after the game's released, you know? So give me that, please. <laughs> I thought that this, uh, this video was the video that they put out this week with Johnny Silverhand and kind of what he was all about. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it is. Yeah. Yes. They put out actually two videos this week. Okay. So they did the Silverhand, and then they did a uh, like a dev diary, Night City Wire. Okay, That's this video is the Night City Wire. I don't think the dev diary video or 
article was in the sheet this week. No, there's two under the story. Oh, okay. I see it now. See, kids, this is what happens when you open up all the news stories before the show and then people pop them in. Yeah, there's some uh, <laughs> behind the scenes and Keanu Reeves stuff in there, too. Well, in the same video. Has he milkshake ducked yet? Nope. No. Okay. I'm just waiting for I, it. I'm just I assuming. Think if he ever milkshake ducks, it's going to be the end of humanity oh, since, okay. you know, he's our Lord and Savior. <laughs> What is this? What are you talking about? Johnny Depp is like an amazing human, is kind of what it boils down to. Um, no. No. Try that again, Anna? Uh, gosh. Try that again. Keanu Reeves. There you go. <laughs> Oops. Oops. <laughs> well, there were some Johnny Depp stories like that lately, too, but so what somebody No, those are the bad ones. Yeah, we, we should probably mm. not get into that one here. <laughs> that one's but a little Keanu more complex. Okay. He's a, um, what did the guy at E3 call him? I think just what, amazing, beautiful, breathtaking. 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 No, no, you're breathtaking. Yeah, well, Ke- Keanu is a treasure, and I, I am curious about the Johnny Silverhand stuff in this game. I've, I've been debating on getting, I keep seeing the Johnny Silverhand figure at Walmart, and I keep debating on if I'm going to get it or not. Well, this, I mean, this game is, you know, another example of what I was saying earlier. Like, I would not want to review this and have to play it under the gun and rush through it. But playing it slowly and really getting into the side content and all the stories, that does sound like a good time. Yeah. Yeah, it's definitely piqued my interest over the past couple of months reading the news stories about it. I am so not interested in this. Well, you should be. (laughs) Okay. And yeah, that that is all the news. And now Chris's other cat is distracting me by being cute and needing her little blanket. She's making biscuits. It's not a blanket, but yeah. Or yeah, making biscuits. Making biscuits. All right. Shop for toys for her. New releases this week. Um, We have World of Warcraft Shadowlands. Woohoo! Wait, who's your covenant? Kyrian. Um, I haven't decided, but I want to do the, the, the dead paladin. Oh, that's Kyrian. Okay. That, that's the one that I'm leaning towards. I'm uh, probably never going to remember its real name. I'll just call it the dead paladin guy. My entire decision is based off of cosmetics because no, nothing really matches my mains aesthetic, which is more engineering stuff. So, uh. And that and the carrion has like the winged lions, which I have to have. Very important. Yes, very. The wings are kind of wanna wanna go with him too. Yeah. All right. Um and then Star Renegades is out on PS4 this week. And uh Star Renegades also came out on Xbox One and Switch last week. Woohoo. I think that's a show, guys. It's a short one. Yes. What? That's yes, it? Very. Yep. That's it? Yep. I object. Well, how about you tell people what the question of the week is All right. instead? What is the question of the week? Am I supposed to know it? Yeah, it's in the sheet. Oh, uh, mm, what did you buy on Black Friday? Did I guess it wrong? Mm, yes. Okay. Let me mm. try again. Let me try again. Let me try again. 
Uh, did you manage to pick up a new console? What games did you get? No, that, no, was, that last was last week. Oh, um, what games are on your must-buy during Black Friday list, and did you get any of them? There you so go. So I was close with my first guest. Like I would have given that. I would have given you a, a plus on that. All right, thank you. He's the teacher. Can you ask yeah, us that? Say, que- was- can you ask that question in German, Pascal? The question of the week. Yeah. Uh, I don't think they have a Black Friday, but yes, I probably can. Well, get close to it. I'll take uh, it. Okay, ready? Yeah. Uh, welche Spiele sind auf ihrer Black Friday Liste und haben sie die schon gekauft? Thank you. Now you believe been, me? Yeah, there's been a staff it. thing where people are like, I've never staff. heard him speak speak German. <laughs> can he actually yeah, speak so, German? Yeah, so um, we've talked about this podcast, before in the podcast. But we do these on um, Friday and Saturday night hangouts. They, they're on our RP Gamer Discord. They start at about 7.30 p.m. Central. And um, either last week, yeah, I think it was last week where Kelly made an offhand comment about German. And I'm like, well, why don't you ask Pascal? He speaks German. And she was like, what? <laughs> I thought this was when we was playing our foxes on Tuesday night. Oh, it might have been, yeah. It, it, it some, something came up. I was we was talking about the uh, the the Hitler reacts to meme somehow. <laughs> yes, and I said, hey, I remember when Pal- Pascal watched that movie. He didn't watch the movie though. I thought you did, Pascal. I said I wanted to. Um, oh, I never did, but I did. I did watch the meme. Everyone's yeah, we, I remember the meme. Us, us talking about that. Yeah, that meme is over ten years old now. Oh, can it vote yet? Because if not, I don't care. Tell me when it can vote, then I'll feel really depressed. The girl no, but, with the goosebumps books can vote now. Oh, no, but uh, the Taika Watiti used it to promote Jojo Rabbit. So when it when a meme becomes a promotion material thing, then it's peaked. Yeah. <laughs> Unless your snake's on a plane, then you are the meme. <laughs> I had to leave that movie. I was too scared. <laughs> I can't watch that movie. Because Why did you it even did go into it? Does the dog die dot com test? Um, because the terrible manager I had at EB Games that we were talking about last night made everybody go as a as a building a staff building exercise. <laughs> Oh, and me and one of our coworkers both noped right out and just went down and sat at the diner. That was down. I mean, in fairness, it is truth and advertising. Like, there's no way that the title leads you astray in any way. It there's is a plane, a plane, and there are snakes. Yeah, yeah. No, he was going to change the title, and Samuel L. Jackson was against it. <laughs> They, uh, yeah, we got to the scene where the guy gets his dangling bit off, and after that, I was like, oh, I'm out of here. Okay. I didn't know that was a thing in there. Does someone need to make a site? Does the dangling get bit off.com? <laughs> I might actually be in favor of such a site. <laughs> it, I mean, it might be the- hard. Part of does the dog die? Chris is claiming the URL right now. <laughs> oh, I'm checking. Does out the ding- does the dingling get bit off? Dot com. 
<laughs> oh my gosh. Okay, this podcast has gone completely off the rails, so I'm just ending it right here. Uh, thank Somebody you, Alex. In the chat said, "Cut it, cut it short." <laughs> no. <laughs> thank you, Pascal. But- no. Thank you, Kelly. Thanks, Chris. Thanks, Anna. Uh, this is rpgamer.com RPG uh, cast and god after that we definitely need a week off thanks everybody thank you for our listeners goodbye. thank you Del Nord, for doing the music thanks forecast for the encoding never come back and we'll we'll talk to everybody in a couple goodbye. weeks <laughs> bye 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 bye